here I go. Do it. Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh Steph. man, let's do this. We got Dig some good ones. in. Okay. Um, would you like me to hit you or should you hit me? Hit me, please. Okay, this is from Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. It is signed, not signed. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not signed. Okay. Um, My family and I are planning a get together. It has been several months since we have been together because of the pandemic. Our younger brother has a new girlfriend who was introduced to everyone at the last get together. That day, one sister mentioned a political proposition that was up for a vote in her state. The new girlfriend kept saying, no politics, quote unquote, every time my sister started talking about it. My sisters and I think it was very rude. Now, the new girlfriend will be in my home, and I am sure politics will be a topic of conversation considering the current economic, political, and health crises going on. My family likes discussing current events, and I don't feel we should be silenced because of a guest. How should this be handled so as to not offend and distance our brother's new girlfriend, but allow us to continue having conversations that are meaningful to us as a family? <laughs> I know. Oh man, I I I appreciate that this person, the caller, is like, how do I handle this in a way that doesn't defend and distance our brother's new girlfriend? Um, but I, uh, man, personally, I would just offend and distance um my brother's uh, new agreed. girlfriend. Agreed. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I mean, a, you you also like. I think as we've talked about. People are often afraid of small confrontations that that, like they believe what will come out of a small confrontation is, you know, some larger fight or really hurt feelings. But I think if you go into small confrontations or discussions, as it may be. With a neutral attitude. Yes, with, with a very neutral attitude, understanding some people might be offended, some people might welcome it, then like... It, it doesn't feel quite as heavy as right. people in these advice columns make these things out to be. Yeah, like you can really just be like, oh, but we like talking about politics and then continue on. Like it's... <laughs> exactly. Like you, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have run into this and I have... Um, it raised so many emotions for me that I just sort of like shut down. Like I just sort of raised my eyebrows in shock and then mm-hmm. kind of like shut down emotionally. I wish that I had been, I wish I had more tools at the time to kind of like right. take a breath and be like, oh, I, you know, but this is fun for me. I yes. actually want to keep talking about it. Um, totally. It's hard to do that in the moment when you're like triggered like that. But of course, I would encourage this person to just practice in front of a mirror, just being like, oh, well, that's okay. It's fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> In the case of this girlfriend, yeah, just politely shut them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and like warm-heartedly, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, ah, ha, ha. Um, if this is fun for us, actually, we're going to keep doing it. Uh, yeah. Is all you got to say. It's, um, God, I'm just, I have so many questions about this girlfriend that are Me not too. useful to talk about. But I know, because we'll never know. We'll just never know. But we'll like, know. man, we live in a world where everything's political. Like, yeah. I just don't know what, like, what, what they would suggest they talk about instead. I know. I don't, I, like, actually don't know. I'm I know. sort of baffled. Um, 
oh it's so unfortunate like she's a citizen in a democracy man like this is <laughs> yes, just such is. a bummer you know like yeah. this is just a real total bummer all around total bummer so keep talking about the politics that you yeah. want to talk about with your family they're the people you can talk about it with and fun people to talk about it with they it are sounds fun. like like mm-hmm. every morning by the way when i get up we mm. me when I get up so like at 1 p.m. Yep. my parents have been up for a long time uh-huh. they're eating lunch and I'm eating breakfast and uh-huh. we do uh we bring one piece of news to the table I love that have you always done that did you grow up doing that no my mom in fact said we should have grown up doing this right that yeah <laughs> I, we didn't do it growing up either and my brother and I talk about it a lot because we're like huh like we because I think we went to colleges with people who did you know like um yeah and we're kind of like, huh, that would have been so interesting if that yeah. had been our experience. Yeah, yeah. This is from Ask a Manager, as you know, my very fucking favorite. Yes, I do know. It's my favorite. I am a woman and am very reserved in my work life. I work as a sales assistant to our sales team. So me keeping a cool head is very helpful, I think. I have an issue with my interim boss. My new boss should be starting soon. This was an issue before we started working from home, but now that the majority of communication is email, I find myself grinding my teeth on the daily. Terrible for your jaw, too. As a a tooth grinder, I'll just say. You can't see your dentist possibly where you live. So this is like a compounding problem. In a previous episode where Steph admitted her teeth were yellow. Oh, they're in need of some help. Anyway, okay. Please help. Essentially, the interim manager responds to every email from me with calm down. That's a quote, calm down. That is without fail his first line in every email. Even if he has copied on an email to me and I respond to someone else, he will tell me to calm down. He does this whether I'm bringing up a concern, um, in parentheses, I think X will happen, or just asking a question, parentheses, should X be like this or that? I have no idea how this started, but now it happens daily. He must think this is funny, but I hate it. It's not funny. I don't know how to tell him to cut it out. It seems like this has gone on too long. Is there a script I can follow to get him to stop or do I wait until my new manager is hired sees this on an email and ask him to address it um fuck this boss I know (laughs) I would not wait for somebody like to to interject on this Uh -uh. I would I would personally I mean there are many ways to do this you can you know talk with the person set up a phone call with them I would respond to every single email that he writes calm down i am calm that would be my opener (laughs) that would be my response every single time i am calm but this hasn't addressed my questions below can someone get back to me about this before day's end next time calm down i am calm but that response didn't address a slightly pressing issue like Every, I would do that every single time. Totally calm here. Yeah. Maybe even start going into like cool. I'm cool as a cucumber over yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Eating yeah. a summer salad and get some gazpacho. Mm. Yep. Yep. Also, can somebody address the issue that I've uh, relayed below? Yeah, can because we just I sort of that, suss out some decision yeah. making on this thing? That'd because be great. I think this Thanks is going to so have to be touched on. Oh, yeah, my God. I would come right back at it with something like that. That said, not everybody feels comfortable with that. And another way to deal with it is to write them personally, call them and be like, oh, hey, every time you tell me to calm down, it just feels dismissive. Please stop. I actually, but it's, it's funnier to say I'm cool as a cucumber. Oh, it's That's totally a phrase funny. that you don't get to use that much. 
It's not. No, this and this is a great place to put it. Like, I'm a cool cat, daddy-o. Um, oh, my goodness. There are so many. There's so many. Yeah, no, there's like so effing many idioms to, yeah. to put at play here. And a different one in every email would also show that you're just like so much more interesting and funny than this person who apparently has only one joke and it's calmed down. Um, One thing that Ijoma Aluo, uh, who writes about race and about mm. microaggressions, says you should do is like, so, like call it what it is like be like oh you just implied that i'm hysterical yes like just name what is happening because mm-hmm. uh you got to bring everyone back to a shared sense of reality um yeah. oh you oh you're you just you you're assuming i'm hysterical about this i'm actually not i'm cool as a cucumber um yeah that's great you just too. have to make a decision <laughs> yeah okay maybe one might argue that like the more I don't know, the more tactful or responsible way is to like address this between you and this person without anybody else CC'd on there. But man, oh man. Oh, I would he... reply all. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Because if everybody be shamed, read yeah. that he said calm down to me, then I would totally like respond to everybody resp- like, oh, you just called me hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I'm cool as a cucumber. No, 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 no. no. You have it yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, it's good. Thanks for, thanks for that. But I'm actually not hysterical. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, just I'm doing good. my job. I'm yeah. good. Super I just, cool. I have a, I have a face mask on. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm sitting in my sharper image massage chair that cost me $5,000. <laughs> uh-huh. I have I, one of those handheld spritzing fans like pointed <laughs> at my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm drinking a mimosa. Uh-huh. I'm so calm, but I'm I so still relaxed. do feel it necessary to do my job. So can somebody please address what I've written below? Thank you so much. I would love to read you one of this week's write-ins. I would love to hear it. Okay. Here it is. Oh my god, this one disturbs me so much. So I might disturbs? I'm like No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I, I connect with it. Okay. Okay. Titillates and disturbs. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. The CEO of Goldman Sachs, David Solomon, is a popular EDM DJ known as DJ D Soul. Okay, of course, sure. I didn't know that, but now I do. Okay. Me neither. The question continues, I have an invasive paranoia that in the near future, all popular musicians will be CEOs of large corporations or the spouses mm. of CEOs. Please help me reconcile so I can sleep in peace again. <laughs> Who's it signed? Oh, signed Chaz. Sorry, oh, it's I'm from Chaz. At it as well, Chaz again. Yeah. Um, it's nice to hear Chaz. from you, Chaz. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks long time for caller, <laughs> long time listener. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your dedication. One mm-hmm. of seven of our listeners. Uh-huh. Okay. So as I understand it, what Chaz is worried about is in the, is it near future? Did they yeah, near, near future? the near future. <laughs> <laughs> I do like when you bring the future closer, closer to me. <laughs> yeah. It really helps me put yeah. things in perspective. Yeah. Um, so Chaz has a fear that in the near future, that CEOs mm-hmm. will also be DJs. And like <laughs> what this is insinuating is that like in order to be a DJ. In order to live a creative life, be, I think. You have to be a uh, CEO. Okay. Yeah. Basically that like we'll end up in an economic system where the people who have it all like literally have it all. Like they... Um, they are the CEOs, they are the creative class, they uh, have all the capital in the world, and they also probably run our governments through their philanthropy. 
Um, and it's a terrifying near future possibility. That is a, a valid fear. I do like that that valid fear, as you fleshed it out, is... <laughs> Uh, it's located is, in EDM DJdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's important. Know your audience. Like, yeah. know where their fears lie. Yeah. And choose the example that really gets to heart. I mean, I think they're also here referencing Grimes, right? That, like, you sort of have to m- be married to a CEO um, or partnered with a CEO. Like, this this sort of trend is disturbing. Is I, that deeply disappointing to you that Grimes is I connected mean, with I, Musk? I was never a Grimes fan, so I just, like, quite frankly, couldn't care less. Um, Mm -hmm. Their life together um, produces so much sort of absurdity that Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of revel in the absurdity. Like, I don't don't like it or dislike it either way. I'm just like, good Lord, this is a lot of content you two produce between the two of you. (laughs) Um, A lot of very interesting content. content. Um, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is and weird um i <laughs> and like generally this this is this sort of um the marriage of corp corporate it's very okay i'll just put it this way it's definitely anti-gen x right like mm-hmm. we're sort of like jumped from like a gen x sensibility of like you know nirvana and the grunge scene and like things that are sort of explicitly anti-capitalist well even before <laughs> that i guess like punk and all kinds of things that have been sure. sort of explicitly yes. anti-establishment to this where where the establishment and and the musicians um live as one because it's sort of the only way to thrive and i guess right. it just because is like, of streaming music services yeah um have I have I put my finger on like yeah the, and, and the, algorithms the major shift and, yeah. yeah yeah sort of like algorithms that technology, technology the way in which technology surrounding music has shifted and changed the economics of making yeah. music yeah. Um, yeah I guess what I'm saying is I don't think you're ever gonna sleep in peace again I think your peaceful night sleeps are are done for sorry yeah but there's <laughs> there are plenty of drugs that can help with that. I'm not a doctor, but can I suggest a Valium? (laughs) (laughs) If Grimes and Elon Musk's relationship is keeping you up at night, can I suggest a Valium? (laughs) There's no putting yourself to sleep on this one. You're going to be, this is going to haunt you forever. And it's totally going to come true. Yeah. I mean, I guess there are ways to like politically try to work to ensure things like this don't happen like this is part of a larger this is part of a large no (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so i think this has more to do with economics than democracy is it important okay okay well okay all right yep yep (laughs) you know what i mean like i just i don't see a way in here i don't see a way in here through the democratic process i think like yeah i don't know um also the ceo of Goldman Sachs is a popular EDM <laughs> DJ. Like, can we put like a music cue here of DJ Diesel? I don't think so because it would cost a lot of money. Right. Yeah. To be clear, this show makes us no money, so we can't get sued. No, no, we cannot. <laughs> it's a, it's not a good world. Um, but Chaz, keep, um, keep supporting new and emerging artists keep giving uh keep giving your business to independent record labels and just like keep the dream alive as long as you can like do the fight the good fight i know you're already doing it just keep doing it some more that's all we can do because sadly just like i know that i love to rail about how like our dollar is not our only vote in the world Mm -hmm. but in this case i think your dollar is your strongest vote it is yeah 
It is. Here are some also surprising websites that are available that you could use as a platform with which to uh, speak <laughs> negatively about domain DJ. names. Goldman Sucks is available. Stop and it. And Goldman Snatch is available. What? Why don't Why don't people own these? May I suggest to um chaz that uh-huh. they look into purchasing a domain name of this sort i'm not going to say which one you should get yeah you decide but yeah i even think goldman snacks would be a fun one to do i like that one the best but i'm not sure what it says yet oh personally i would just use it as a platform to make all of the ceo to make the c-suite uh, from Goldman Snacks into sandwiches, just like pictures oh, sure. of them as sandwiches. Yeah, if I saw Goldman Snacks, um, just the domain name itself, I would assume it was a thirst website. Like it was like um, all. It would be like the the sexiest pictures of people that work at Goldman Sachs. You know what <gasps> I mean? There you go. What um, an opportunity for you! I'm so excited for Chaz here. Yes, <laughs> me too. I'm excited for Chaz. I feel bad. I feel like at the end of every single segment, I'm like, I'm so excited for this person. And this person is like, that was terrible that advice. Yeah, I don't like, want to do that. I feel no excitement whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I don't want to dress like, my cookies up in outfits and send pictures of them right, to my parents-in-law. So I just want it to stop. undue pressure on me, like yeah. labor-wise and emotion-wise. Like, yeah, right. just ugh. And we're like, buy a domain name register it <laughs> learn html uh-huh. learn some css yeah. or whatever Put higher level coding together. there is yeah. get some graphics on there uh-huh. definitely you're going to need to like hop into dreamweaver yeah. you don't own the adobe suite let me suggest you register for it yep. it's definitely 40 dollars a month 100 percent worth it get very good at photoshop <laughs> then mm-hmm. oh my god yeah <laughs> that is basically what an episode of our show is telling people to do yeah they're like how much free time and money do you think i have and we're like a ton just like us because we were like so much free time and money. so much free time so i don't know about the money part but so much free time and like access yeah. to capital i guess yeah um, yeah exactly oh my God. yeah yeah do you not have a kickstarter to like help you fund these endeavors like yeah. the time i started a kickstarter <laughs> because i wanted to build a time machine to go back in time to kill the British guy who first coined the word brunch so we could live fully... in a brunch free, free world. Yes. Oh, how much money mm-hmm. did you raise on this Kickstarter? Like $4. Because <laughs> it's sort of an impossible dream, but I respect you for setting it up. Thank you. Maybe death is not the answer. Maybe that's where I went wrong. Change the conversation. Like just like derail the conversation. Yeah. Shift things to in your favor so that brunch never has to exist. Okay, onward. I was a big fan of this uh, question from Care and Feeding, Mm. which as we've discovered is not a person named Karen Feeding. It's not. This time. Yeah. Yeah, Lesson learned. This time, right. Next time, who knows? Okay. So this one is signed, this cannot come to any good. Okay. Shall I read it to you? Please. You you are familiar with this one. I am. Um, Big fan. Big fan. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Our son, almost 17, shares his otherwise unique name with an adult film star. We first realized this about two years ago, and the problem has only gotten worse as the SAR has become more prolific. 
Any search of the name yields only pages and pages of the of the star's porn links. There's no shortened former nickname, and our son has no middle name, so we don't have options but to legally change it. Is that really? Is that really true? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right. This. So I'm sorry. This writer has identified that they don't have any options but to legally. They're having a crisis of imagination. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Whew, what a crisis. What okay. a crisis. The, the problem is our son does not want to do this. He doesn't care about the overlap. It's the only name he and everyone else has ever known him by. And a change will likely highlight the underlying reason. But we're worried that this will follow him negatively as he starts to apply to schools and eventually workplaces that will search his name. Rather disturbingly, a very cursory, that's my favorite part, you've uh-huh. been Googling, uh-huh. a very cursory review of appearances might compound this. The adult performer is fairly young and shares race and hair color with our son. Should we play the parent card and force a legal name change? We would allow him to go by the former name with friends and family. Signed, this cannot come to any good. Crisis of imagination. Oh my God. We I have a question for him. you, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you think the name is? Yeah, I think it's definitely. Like, do you think the name is really porny? In which case the parents have made the misstep here. Right, right, right. Like, it's like, um, it's like, you know, Frederick Glitterbaum or something. Like, I don't like, what is it? I, yeah, yeah. Ma- I'm imagining it's Randy Long. Uh-huh. Like, that's yeah, right. the most kind of like normal yet porn star S name. Well, they're saying it's otherwise unique. I, I, I would also offer the parents this. If this, um, if this film star is so prolific, they're probably too busy to being applying for jobs. And I think that any employer would be like, oh, well, that can't be this person. They're too busy. Correct. You know, like it looks like this person has a job and it's this. Um, Correct. I'm just so not worried about this kid. Me neither. Zero percent They have the concerned. same hair color. If he's, if, why oh are the God. parents not demanding that he dye his hair instead? <laughs> like, why, why not, like, you're a blonde from here on out, yeah. son? Yeah, like, yeah. why is the, why is this the only, that's the only option? I wonder how, if this is sort of like a last gasp of sort of like parenthood before empty nest syndrome. Like, it's like our son almost 17. <laughs> like, it's like, this is one of the like we almost can't control him like he's almost out of our grasp your child is not unsafe because of this Mm -hmm. your child um is sort of like this is just like in that category of decision where like this child actually is old enough to make their own decision and if like and understand the implications yeah i think they do these kids are actually more more aware of like the ways that their um their sort of digital footprint will impact yeah, them are. forever than you are. And yep. this kid may change their mind in the future. Or like, you know, we don't know what this kid's going to do when they hit the job market. Maybe they'll feel differently. I don't know. I don't or think they will. maybe this will be an in a hilarious and incredible, like, foothold into job interviews. Totally, like a great talking point. Your son doesn't yet have a digital footprint because your son is not yet old enough to have a huge yeah. digital footprint. Yeah. Um, but I guess... Like, instead of you see that there's like the they don't have any options but to legally change his name. I think that like you should actually just be really, really heavily pushing your son to go into a science career where he discovers something really monumental. And then like, pushes actually- this like, yeah, like sort of climbs to the top of the Google search algorithm. Resu- results. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like the actual only option is your son to be a bigger deal an than this porn star. I actually would be relieved. <laughs> I would actually be like, no, leave it. Like let your own digital footprint be buried beneath Me this too. porn star. I see yeah, it I as don't want, I don't want anyone such to a relief. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all out of advice. All out. Oh, well, then, tapped out. Then we should sign off. Thank you for listening yep. this week, folks. Thank you. Thank you. You can find us online. Submit your own questions. Listen to episodes. Yeah. At dearsoandso.pizza. Our theme music is by Busy Hemphill. And as always, this is dear so-and-so. That's Steph Carp over there. And that's Alyssa Bloomstein. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.